0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. And today I'm really excited to explore a concept with you in this episode, the concept of inner listening. And I think by the time you've chatted out this episode, it's going to give you a new insight into how you can turn the blank page into something magical as you write your way to your best self. So I'm going to start out by just exploring this notion that we can think of journaling as a very cerebral process. We can find that we get stuck on our heads. And what that often means is we just write about the logical and the analytical things. And actually, it's more than that because when we're in our heads, we can end up unintentionally like censoring our writing. This notion of eliminating and denying any thoughts that feel out of place, you know, the thoughts that we're afraid to acknowledge and truly see. Instead, we write about what we think is right and we write about the things we think we should capture and explore. And I guess this is more left brain thinking. And as a result of writing from this place alone, we can get stuck in the same thought cycles, patterns and ideas. And then journaling becomes less valuable because it's more of a regurgitation rather than an expansion. And so this got me wondering if there was another way, another dimension that journaling can open up for us. What if we could use journaling to spark different trains of thought and different topics of thinking, like thoughts that support and inspire us as we write our way to our best self? And as I think about this question, like I'm reminded of the conversation I had with Fabiana Coti in last week's episode, episode 53, where we explored the art of thinking. Now, if you've not listened to this episode, I highly recommend it because it is genius. There's so many powerful insights in there about leveraging and tapping into the real power of thinking. And I'd love to remind you of how Fabiana defines thinking. She says, thinking is the ability to think from new ideas, not just regurgitating the thinking or thoughts we had yesterday. And I believe we can spark this process of innovative thinking in our journaling practice through the arts of inner listening. So let's explore what inner listening actually means. So inner listening is this art of turning inwards, It's this decision to dive into our inner world, to embark upon an inner journey. It's this choice to write from our emotions and not just our thoughts, to to notice the unspoken messages and information that is wrapped up in our body, to feel into the body, to get curious about what the body wants you to know, knowing that your body is a storehouse for energy, emotions, insights like getting a sense of what's happening, noticing where there's tension. Inner listening is also about taking a moment to notice what your senses are detecting and even to begin to notice the voice, the, the small still inner voice, the deeper wisdom that can bubble up when we dive below the surface and into this place of deep connection. And for me, inner listening is this art of learning to distinguish and identify like our own voice, our, our needs, our desires, being able to separate them from the external noise, from, from the social narrative, from the autopilot. This ability to know what's true for you, to know what you desire, what you crave, what you want, to know this independence, like cultivating independent thought. Developing your own mind from within, rather than always being guided from what's happening outside of you, and the reason inner listening is is such a powerful tool, and why we benefit from it is really because our conscious awareness is only five percent of who we are. Five percent, like the rest is locked away in our subconscious, and there's so much magic tacked away and locked away in this part of us. Because in the subconscious, not only are we connected to all our memories and insights from past experiences, but we're also connected to, to that infinite intelligence. That's something that's, that's bigger than us. You might call it the sixth sense. You might call it intuition, like the gut feelings, the hunches. You might call it a connection with the universe or, or source or, or God. Like whatever words feel most comfortable for you, there's no right or wrong one. But I think we've all had those experiences, those moments where we, we've just known. Can't explain it you don't know why you know something or feel something, you just you just know with every cell of your being. Or you've had those moments where like a shot of mind-blowing wisdom has just dropped in as if from nowhere. It's like, where did that come from? Like all the times when you, you say the perfect thing, where you just know what you need to do. For me, this is the power we get to access through our inner listening. It's this ability to crack open a, a new realm of being. And it's possible when you open your heart and let fresh thoughts take up space, where you allow desire and imagination to to rule the show and to run the show, where you get to be your own guide, like direct your own wisdom, allow yourself to be moved and spurred into action because of what bubbles up, and creating this space for change and transformation by making room for the life-shifting thoughts and ideas that can emerge into our conscious awareness when we hear what is happening within. And I know this all sounds great, However, a lot of us do struggle to hear that inner voice or sometimes we hear it, but we're quick to close the wisdom down. Like we deny the guidance because, hey, it maybe it doesn't feel like the right time or we feel we should be doing something else or we're so wrapped up in our habits and autopilot that anything that feels off centre or outside the predictability, ooh, we're, we're, we're nervous to go there. And let's be, let's be real, like humans, we, we feel, feel safe in predictability as much as we love spontaneity and challenge and newness. Actually, it feels good to know how it's going to unfold. Like, you feel safe in the things that you know is how we get stuck in our comfort zones. And because of this, like we don't always hear those braver callings of our hearts. Like we can struggle to trust the next move that this wisdom within is suggesting, especially when it feels like kind of out there or a tag crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna think of my own life. Like one of the clearest examples of this was in my late twenties. I felt called to move to Egypt. Now, a bit of context. I just spent the summer there with a friend. I ended up in Dahab in Sinai and I was just obsessed with this place. Like I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with Dahab. I think I found a piece of myself there, if I'm honest. And I got back to the UK, and Dahab just would not leave my myself. I couldn't. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, right, I'm going to go and live there. Like, I I even bought all my ticket. I bought the ticket. I was all set to go, and I didn't. Because what happened is, around the same time, I had this opportunity to move into teaching, and. In that time, it felt like the teaching felt like the logical, the sensible thing to do. Like moving to Egypt felt kind of crazy and out there and like, really, you're going to do this? So so I didn't. And I chose the teaching route instead. And sure, like life still worked out for me and lots of amazing things emerged from my choice to teach. And I'm so grateful for all the experiences I had and all the things I learned and all the life that unfolded as a result of of that choice. And there's still a part of me that wonders what would have happened if have you ever had that experience for yourself and i wonder i wonder what would have been different if i trusted that voice if i trusted that calling who knows because there have been times when i have trusted and even when the choice felt crazy it was the perfect thing in hindsight and unfortunately sometimes we only know through the benefit of hindsight that that whisper that bubbled up inside was the right step so yes it can take time to coax out that inner voice So it's loud enough for you to hear. So it's loud enough for you to act on it. Like, especially if you've denied or ignored your instincts or your intuition or the inner whispers for for so long. But I believe it never gives up on you completely. If you set the intention to go there, it will show itself. But chances are you will need to develop some inner trust. And I guess it's like a muscle, like you need to cultivate this ability, this willingness to follow the instincts, to follow the inner whispers. And I think the more you lean in, the more you listen, the more you open up the space to hear what's being said, the more it's going to reveal itself to you. And the more you will write your way to your best self. So how do you practice inner listening in your journal? So what I recommend you do is before you start writing, you take a moment, you create this moment of silence and presence before putting pen to paper. You pause, you create this opportunity for reflection and you invite spaciousness like this spaciousness to allow your thoughts to go to new places to allow something different to bubble up to be expectant and to set that intention to get off the beaten track and see what's hidden amongst the trees to see what's in the jungle like to see what's under the water curious creative like have that commitment to, to go there and to wait if necessary to be patient and recognize that insights, like the inner voice, this output from inner listening, it doesn't always show up in words alone. Like sometimes you might get images or or feelings or a knowing or a vision. Like sometimes I'll get this completeness, this complete thought, this complete picture in my mind. And it's true, sometimes what you see requires some interpretation, but that's part of the fun and that's where the journal is going to hold you and allow you to unfold and interpret everything you see. So once you've once you've taken that moment, just write. But allow yourself to feel and then write. Pause, close your eyes, see what else is there and then write. And leave the inner critic at the door. Don't censor anything. Let all just bubble up, even if it doesn't make any sense in the moment because sometimes we don't know where new thought patterns are going to take us. But they're always pathways worth exploring. And I want to reassure you that the answers don't always show up during a journaling session. But journaling will often be a catalyst. This act of decision to extract what's inside and make it visible on the blank page, it can dislodge something. It can create space for new directions, a new train of thought to take root and unfold. And that's why sometimes you can have those eureka moments or the aha moments when you're doing something else. When your mind is distracted, Like I will often have... An insight when I'm walking or when I'm taking a shower or something like that, and the same would be true for you. So I encourage you to be to be watchful for the wisdom that's trying to make its way to you, knowing it can show up anytime anywhere, and especially when you least expect it. And the journal, your journal is there for you to unravel it all so you can discover what inner listening has to reveal to you. So I'd love to finish this week's episode by sharing a couple prompts you can use to tap into your inner voice. And those two prompts are firstly, where are you being called right now? This is a really good question to sink into presence and allow yourself to get off that autopilot because maybe today is the day you break a pattern and, and try something different and see what emerges as a result of that. Like step out of the comfort zone, be creative, be curious about a different way of being. So what are you being called right now? Where are you being called right now? And secondly, what do you desire? What do you desire? Desire, as you heard in Fabiana's conversation last week in episode 53, desire is all about what you as a being is curious to explore and experience. And desire is emotions. Desire is something, a feeling. It's not always things that make logical sense, but by tapping into what you desire, you can connect more deeply with the truth of who you are. So as always, those two journaling prompts will be available for you to download. I'd love to know how you get on with them. I think you'll have a lot of fun exploring these. Remember, we have some extra resources as well. You can access it by self. We have our free list journaling prompts and also the Fear to Focus tool as well, which you can access the website. And there's also a link available in the show notes. So I want to thank you for taking some time today to listen to this episode. I hope it's inspired you to take some time to find your inner voice and make that connection with what's inside so you can unlock the wisdom that's for you and in the process write your way to your best self. So if you have got value from this week's episode, please rate the show, review the show, share the show. It's always great to get more people in this community so we can elevate the practice of journaling and unlock the wisdom within. And I will see you again next time for another episode. Until then, get to writing.